So you know I read the book and I read the whole thing it's really an interesting read and uh, but I'd like to know what made you think of writing this book you know the journey towards and what the book is about for the listeners I'll tell you it's it's a, it's a little bit of a story I've always wanted to write on crime and hmm. uh, um, unfortunately when I was a journalist uh, an active journalist uh, my beat was the Ministry of Foreign Affairs which is one of the vaguest and the most uh, airy fairy beats ever in in the field of journalism where you have to do a lot of uh, analysis and interpretation from uh, you know words but i actually wanted to be a crime reporter it never happened mm. and uh, mm. when I, when the time came that i could devote my energies to it i was actually working on another project Uh, mm. before this it's a book called dead end that's also just come out and i've been uh, i don't yes. know whether it's a cursing or a blessing that two books <laughs> have come out at the same time and mm. uh, and 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 the protagonist on that book uh, i was working on another project with him when he unfortunately passed away okay. and then i was trapped for a project uh mm-hmm. and it took me a while to reorient myself because it was quite a big loss i mean i had done all the leg work i had done all the spade works got all the documents and then uh, uh covid took him away and and then when i when when i thought back i said why not do something that uh, has not been attempted in my view in the mainstream media which is to mm-hmm. tell stories uh of crime uh purely from the perspective of a district uh, mm, not mm. from a city or an urban perspective but from a district which is lost yeah. in uh, the main media mm. you hardly read about it in the english language papers or it hardly comes on tv unless there's something horrible that happens like hatras or and, yes uh, it doesn't surface and mm. uh, and i also wanted to situate it back in history where you are far enough removed from the event to look at it more objectively and uh, recreate some of it and uh, uh, so i know mr jaiswal who is the protagonist in this book uh, i have known him for over 20 years and he and i have uh, you know i think uh, there's been a crossing of fate somewhere here i think he also entered the profession somewhere around the time i did i entered in 85 mm-hmm. and he must have entered in 84 he actually entered it a little earlier but then mm-hmm. uh, uh, as you know by reading the book that uh, he got thrown out of the ips academy in hyderabad yes and uh, uh, so i said let us keep it simple in the sense that let us not bring politics into it let us not bring uh, anything else but the uh, life in the districts he said that's pretty easy in the districts uh, there's a lot of things that happen that we can talk about and then we began mm-hmm. talking about it and 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 we decided that uh, okay we narrow it down to uh, these uh, things that we will try to work and whether it, if it works then we'll uh, take it forward and 
so i think uh, we identified something like uh, 25 30 stories and when we began talking about it there were a lot more suddenly there were in fact uh, enough for two books so we said okay let's do one now and uh, so we selected 20 stories and and worked it from there all of them are set in tutikorin which is a very violent district in tamil nadu that's how the project mm-hmm. began okay so that's how it started it started and then i was convinced that i was on to something and uh, 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 because you know uh, when i was growing up as a journalist your heroes your heroes were all uh, uh, you know uh, writers and they were journalists um you know mm. i loved hemingway for example he did a lot of journalism mm. he did a lot of good journalism and then he wrote some pretty good books in my opinion and then mm. even uh, you know let's say take up a more interesting and a more recent example of tom wolf who's no longer with us mm. but yes. uh, bonfire of the vanities it is one of the finest novels that i've ever read and mm. and and, mm. and and it was serialized in the rolling stones yes let's take uh, the other classics that have become classics that is Truman Capote's In Cold Blood mm-hmm. or even mm-hmm. the Executioner's Song of Normal Mailer or even mm-hmm. the piece of journalism, sports journalism that he did called The Fight uh, yes. where Muhammad Ali and uh, I think uh, Joe Frazier fight it out in Kinshasa and he wrote a very mm-hmm. thin book and uh, what a book it was. So I said, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, one thing that is different from art and artifice is that art and artifice kind of imitates life art imitates mm-hmm. life and uh, but the amount of uh, possibilities that are there in real life is uh, bewildering especially in such yes. a big country such as ours and mm. uh, so i said let's uh, lagao this and see how it goes and mm. i wrote the book uh, mm. so so really using that whole new journalism tom wolf's approach uh, to an indian setting a rural indian setting yeah but without the bombast of uh, tom wolf without the gonzo part of it i mean if you if you if you, if you look at the stories they are very mm. very simply written they are yes. uh, they are written in a manner that is accessible to uh, let's say even the senior school kids yes and and we drew on the stories uh, also partly i think the stories were propelled by the character of anup jaiswal Uh, yes he's a i mean i don't know how much he realizes it or not he's a total rebel yes he is he's a yeah. complete misfit in any system hmm. Hmm. and especially in the police he was a total misfit and in the material that i have got for the sequel to this is much darker much darker that tells you hmm. how difficult it is to actually work in a system that police hmm. people work and what yes. their jobs really are and yes. in this if you see the kind of incentives he has taken the kind of enterprise he has shown the kind of logic mm. and reduction that he has shown in uh, mm. dealing with the characters and the criminals in these books i mean it straddles a very fine gray area you begin to yes. wonder who the criminals are and who the good people are by the time yes. you read the end of the book <laughs> yes that's true and mm. uh, yeah the the journey to publishing was also a little more uh, difficult because you know as i note somewhere in the book that it's much easier to write a book than have it published mm. i think it got rejected by seven publishers but why because it it's a great read i mean i'm wondering why that is something that we need to ask the publishers in fact the publishers need to ask themselves i am sure i mean if this is a, a 
if, if a book such as this, which is which has got lessons for everybody, it's got lessons for police officers, it's got lessons for lawyers, it's got lessons for journalism students, it's got lessons for the crime reader, it's got lessons for everybody. I mean, it's a uh, there is something in it that any somebody can take away. It, mm. it makes you think. Publishers find it difficult. Seven publishers turned it down. My previous publisher, I think, uh, uh, they had a larger meeting and uh, mm. they thought that uh, it was too niche and it would be mm. difficult to market it. Now, here is the thing. The English, mm. the book that I wrote in English was published mm. after the one that I wrote. I was translated into Tamil. Okay. Tamil one has been published by Kala Chivudu. Which is a mm. uh, which is considered to be a highbrow literary publisher, and uh, they are the ones who publish Perumal Morgan. They are the ones who publish mm. Mumbai, mm. and uh, they accepted the manuscript in less than a week. Okay. And let me tell mm. you something: we had mm. release in September second week. Mm. It's into its third print run. Oh, wow! And 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 it 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 makes you wonder, you know, where publishers live, where the agents live, whether they live in this world or whether they live in some other world, or how is it that they manage to arbitrate the taste of readership? These are questions that are, I think, valid. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, yeah. So, it, but I'm glad it's out now. You know, it's fantastic. So, I think uh, mm-hmm. uh, the publishers. Uh, uh, here did a did a wonderful job, and uh, I think there's also a curious uh, twist of fate in this. One of the mm. editors uh, actually played chess in Tutigurin when he was much younger, and he was a merchant navy person who birthed, who ship birthed in Tutigurin, and he has oh. in fact uh, drunk uh, injikudi. Oh yes. <laughs> so, so 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 that must have made it easier for him to relate to the book. Yes, and yes. Uh, it also, you know, I think reiterates the apocryphal, apoc- apocryphal myth that uh, nothing that happens ever happens by accident. I mean, mm. which is a journalism yeah. thing. I mean, nothing that gets into the paper yeah. is there by accident. It is there because somebody, somebody wants it there. Yes, yes. The same way, I guess, uh, there's a larger twist of fate at work here. I don't know. Mm. Uh, maybe I'm <laughs> mythologizing. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now this, you know, uh, this, uh, the character of uh, Jaiswat and and this whole uh, sort of the story of his experiences in um, um, in Duty Corden and this, it, it also reminded me of another police mem- policeman's sort of memoir, which is, you know, Alok Lal, I think a few months ago. But of course, that is set in Kanpur and also the same period. 1980s. Okay. You know, Alok Lal and Manas Lal had written this of his time as a as a police officer in Kanpur, you know, among um, in a, at a time of great crime in in the city. Of course, that's more urban or sort of semi-urban, and this is more rural. But the the period and the fact that both these are you know sort of memoirs or as told to about experiences of uh, policing in difficult you know, areas makes it very interesting reading. But when you're writing it as somebody who's, you know, getting it out of the person who is the central character, how does it work? Uh, You know, in this, uh, uh, there were like, uh, what, two, three stages. 
once mm. one we talked about uh, what would be relevant and what would be uh, 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 consumable to a larger audience and one that has uh, some value to them it should not mm. be mindless and yes. there's also a lot of mindless stuff that goes on and uh, some of the stuff that i heard from tutikurin is uh, absolutely bizarre but here is the thing tutikurin is a microcosm of any village in india mm. it can be it can be in assam it can be in up gorakhpur where he is from it can be from uh, some place uh, seashore maharashtra because mm. uh, the characters may be different the situations are the same everywhere the human condition is the same everywhere everywhere the same mm. impulses are at work uh, yes. and and uh, and it is just the local geography that is different so which is mm. why you know uh, i think books tend to have a universal value why do we read books mm. by haruki murakami why do we read books mm. by graham green why do we read books by mm. gabriel garcia marquez Mm. it is because uh, it is a human condition yes the geographies might be different the particularities may be different but the stories are all the same mm. and mm. Uh, yeah so uh, does that uh, begin to answer the question yeah of course it does but i was wondering how did you like get these stories out of him like you mentioned in the book that you know you went there and spoke to him many times and you know absolutely and so, oh, he... so that process right i mean the first of yeah. these stories i think i wrote uh, in 2009 i wrote mm-hmm. it uh, the story of ganiyamal okay the ganiyamal uh, uh, she is a sex worker and then yes. the minister tries to cheat her out of the money that uh, is owed to her for her services and she is a rebellious mm-hmm. character and mm-hmm. uh, that story i wrote in 2009 mm-hmm. and uh, uh, it's appeared in in almost the same uh, format i have not changed the mm-hmm. uh, maybe i have changed like 15 20 words here and there but that's it and the rest of it mr jaiswal and i are kind of more friends than uh, professional uh, people i mean mm. we are pretty good friends and he has been telling me these stories for a long time so they've been knocking around inside me for a while too and okay. uh, so uh, when we decided uh, when we narrowed the focus of the stories we said okay we'll talk about this we'll talk about this we'll talk about this he will say no we will leave this out we will leave this out we will leave this out this is true controversial you know this person is still alive i don't want to <laughs> uh, and so i said okay fine we'll do the universal stories first so mm. we got a lot of uh, uh, stories uh, which i actually uh, made him retell and i taped everything and okay. and then um, and, and and then for each of these for each of these i wanted uh, proof that these actually mm. happened uh, because i would have a task in my hands selling it to the publisher mm. so they will mm. ask me what is this based on i mean i know this from the previous book which had a lot of legal underpinnings to it and uh, mm. so there's a story called uh, fish curry and rice for example where anthony mukun mm. is there he's a murderer yes. um, he furnished a picture of uh, him giving a, uh, you know some kind of an award to anthony mukun which was dated 33 1988 mm. and and uh, he furnished uh, clippings mm. the story post paid for example yeah uh, it's a wonderful story it's it, actually the story doesn't quite tell you the reality what it doesn't tell you is the real story what it tells you is what happened mm. meaning 
uh, it's an 87 year old person who comes to seek justice yes and you see the condition she she is in when she comes yes and you see the outcome of it yes and you wonder how it will play out consequently you see the cynicism mm. in the system when this process is afoot yeah deep cynicism and mm. uh, uh, what is the reality i mean she had uh, like uh, one and a half feet in the grave yeah and uh, you you shudder to think of what happened later but it situates but, uh, it, it it situates it i mean it is like that tip of the iceberg thing you know one one third mm. is up out of the water two thirds mm. are inside the water and that's where the real meat lies that's mm. where the real story lies this lady who's you know uh, the, uh, the police manages to find this postcard and through that yes. trace amata yamma her husband is yeah who her husband is and she herself is there so appeared as a two paragraph report in page 5 in the indian express in 1985 that's okay. the year i joined the express in chennai mm. so the okay. chennai edition carried the story i mean okay. in page 5 and 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 it was also there as an illustration in illustrated weekly of india where okay. uh, where there was a single pocket cartoon where it was captioned humanity in uniform hmm oh okay uh, so uh, yeah so uh, um, jaiswal son uh, had preserved uh, uh, most of it but uh, and 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 he gave me the crime numbers the case numbers mm. of all these for the massacre in punakhayal i know what the case number is what the massacre is and if you go back to the police station there you will find the records there okay mm. and 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 uh, and 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 after um, after writing it out uh, uh, roughly we made sure that there are no factual errors there are nothing okay. that is lost in translation in terms of the facts in terms of the village name in terms of the person's name in terms of the person's designation Mm. and after that we traveled to tutikur okay okay and we spent a few days there we we visited the uh, uh, that uh, site of the massacre for instance we went mm. and checked out the bund of the river and mm. uh, and we met many of the people there including uh, 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 you know the farm where in the first story uh, mm. uh, 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 konar armogam konar takes shelter in a farm in a yes. farm owned by KSPS Kannan KSPS Kannan mm. is a very big name in Tutikoran and uh, okay. it is in his farm that uh, these people sheltered uh, mm. so that their lives would be safe from the uh, uh, from the opposite uh, what shall we say community mm. and uh, and we met them and 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 i gathered a lot of details from the people around whom uh, uh, jaiswal worked with so okay. uh, so i kind of immersed myself in that uh, situation and my liu for quite a while uh, before mm. we, we uh, you know said okay this is it uh, mm. and we use only these 20 stories and mm. uh, and and send it off and uh, we'll save the list the darker stories for the uh, sequel depending on how well okay. this does Okay. So if you notice none of the two stories are alike. Yeah, they're all very different. They're all very different. It gives you mm-hmm. some kind of feel for the diversity that is available in uh, the district. It it, mm-hmm. it it tells you it gives you a deep insight into the kind of lives that people live in the districts. 
and how they are at the mercy of all kinds of elements and mm. uh, the police is a very big part of it they are also yes. the first uh, line of contact for any kind of justice and look mm. story after story after story what happens when their contact mm. comes with the police with the police station now how much of intervention mm. is required to do uh, uh, you know uh, justice to what they uh, are facing Mm-hmm. So yeah, so you know, you know the first story, which I mean, it's like a really shocking beginning, you know, with all the dead bodies and and uh, the massacre and stuff. But it's also in parts black humor, right? Especially when that Xavier, the driver, keeps demand <laughs> goes off looking for eggs instead of carrying the dead bodies back onto the vehicle. Like those were like I thought those were the touches that made it real. real. you know absolutely because so, uh, uh, there are two reasons for it i mean when the publisher read it uh, when uh, uh, the people at uh, jagannot read it they were immediately mm-hmm. drawn to the dark side of the stories okay and, uh, and, 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 and 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 one of the responses from them was actually uh, uh, used the phrase malgudi noir mm mm-hmm. and uh, and uh, and uh, Uh, but 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 here is the thing hmm. zevia lives according to his creed and according to his beliefs his belief hmm. allowed him did not allow him to touch a dead body or do anything with a dead body till some kind of local uh, uh, ritual was uh, carried out hmm. so uh, uh, it, it is at one level black humor at another level it is reality yes of course <laughs> but it's also very cinematic i thought that whole, that whole story could was like a i don't know like a a, a something a netflix uh, series, i i wish you know, know uh, i i wrote it when you write it when you write a book mm-hmm. uh, uh, you usually write it in a way that is very visual you see mm-hmm. laying out before your eyes Hmm. and 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 uh, uh, which is why all the descriptions are there and, hmm. and 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 I do not know how much of a function it is of the lockdown that it's also reinforced by whatever netflix or whatever that we keep watching that hmm. is now reflecting hmm. a lot of this also <laughs> okay and, uh, and 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 i wish and I, of course i mean this is very uh, 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 worth making a movie i've already had uh, uh, inquiries on this hmm. but but you know you don't want to give it to somebody who you know makes a monkey out of it in <laughs> in, in, yeah, in tamil true. there is a saying that korungu kaila poomalai meaning you hand a garland over to a monkey and look what happens <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah that would be the case <laughs> i don't want that happening i mean uh, you don't want a story yeah. to become a caricature of a story yeah 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 so you know also the it's the caste conflicts and all that have come out you know, in, even in the in the story about the, like the other really startling story was of course the one where the uh, woman protects her daughters uh, one of the standouts but also the one where you know, the other massacre where the fisher fishermen and absolutely. you know all the bodies absolutely let me give you two anecdotes which i mm. heard but has not been used in the story 
you know, the Devas were a big community over there. They were the dominant community before the economic, uh, 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 you know, steps happened where the Harijans or the lower caste uh, fought back and got some kind of an equality. Mm. It is said, and Mr. Jaiswal has seen this happen, and it happened very often in the villages, that the mm. dominant Devas would go into the houses of the lower community and leave mm. their slippers outside to indicate that the, the, the Devar is inside. And oh. they would completely abuse the women. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And the lower caste person would not come into the house, would not dare to come into the house till the slipper was not there. Mm. And, and uh, later on, the rumors would uh, fly, you know, doesn't this kid look like a bit like that person? Doesn't this kid remind you of this person? That kind of joke. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and there was also another incident uh, uh, which is also very illustrative. Mm-hmm. There was one particular street in one, color, one, one, one particular village where it was mm-hmm. at uh, one side of the street where the lower caste, one side of the street where the dominant caste. And here mm-hmm. there were two dogs, one fed by a person in the lower caste and one fed by person in the dominant caste and Mm. one day these two dogs started fighting and you know how dogs Mm. fight i mean there is no quarter given they just go at it and these Mm. two dogs went at it and uh, the lower caste guy got hurt and he threw a stone and you know Mm. when dogs fight they also move a lot yeah and uh, and the stone uh, found a target in the dog that was being uh, bought up by the higher caste uh, you know what the guy did? The guy who was the owner or the feeder of the dog, he came and mm. beheaded the lower caste guy. He beheaded him? Beheaded. God. This is like unbelievable. Yeah, exactly. Really? And there, 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 there's also another story. This is not caste, but there's again violence that was endemic in that uh, part of uh, Tamil Nadu. Where, mm. a, uh, where a woman tells her son she has been wronged by her husband mm. and she will not rest in peace till her husband is killed by the son. God! So the son goes out, cuts off the person's head and brings it to his mother and says, okay, now you can rest in peace. And she takes the blood from, you know, dripping from the cut head and smears his forehead and says, okay, now you're my son. What is this? This is like really bizarrely, uh, this is terrible. These were the kind of things that were happening. Uh, uh, and, and this was uh, narrated by somebody who is now uh, from the same Tutikurin district who heard about the book and re- got mm. in touch with me and oh. said, you know, I mean, yeah, this happened in uh, in my time when I was a schoolboy. Gosh. You know, president of a big company, but uh, uh, and and I'm hoping that you know some of the uh, I I don't know any other word to use the feral violence that goes on is captured mm. in this book. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You know, that's that that's what uh, um, some of the bits you kind of of course there are some gentler parts, especially when it it provides a. A different perspective of policing. Absolutely, you know. You know when you when when you when you read this book, you realize that what we understand is the job of a policeman is not quite 
what is there in real life. So the scope for mm-hmm. the policeman is a hell of a lot more than what we think. I mean, yes. when I grew up, uh, I used to be told that there are only three noble professions. One is to teach, one is journalism, and one is doctory, becoming a doctor. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. I think if you're a good cop, even that's a very, very noble profession. Yes, yes. And, and and of course, cops get a very bad, uh, uh, you know, bad rap because because they have, like, there are a lot of negative characters as in every pro- profession, I guess. But uh, uh, this book kind of gives it, gives you an insight into what could be done, you know, what can be achieved when uh, people, you know, set their minds to it. Absolutely. I mean, we must remember that uh, Mr. Jaiswal, when all this played out, uh, was a young man with a lot of dreams. Yeah. So, so uh, but I do not know, you know, uh, you start out as a public servant, but then you become a government servant. That's the route. Mm. And then you become, yeah. I don't know. I mean, you, you, you metamorphose into something uh, completely different. And yes. if the cops uh, have a bad rap, I think, uh, personally, I think they deserve it. <laughs> yeah. In most cases, I guess. Yeah, I mean, uh, if the world was full of people like Mr. Jaiswal, the world wouldn't be the same as we see it. That's true. Yeah. Hmm. And, uh, and, you know, I, I found the descriptions also really good. So, if you want to talk about that, you got that out of him? You see, when uh, when 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 I began writing the book, mm. for example, if I needed to know what kind of a house he lived in, uh, mm. the one in Tutikorin, for example, in the SBI colony, uh, yes. there were two stages of it. One, I got him to describe everything about the house. Okay. So uh, sometimes, you know, they get a little frustrated. Uh, yeah, we are talking about something <laughs> else. I said, no, we are talking about your house now. Please tell me mm. how many rooms were there. What are the floor like? Did you wear your slipper when you walked around? And uh, and 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 uh, uh, tell me exactly. So uh, Neelam, his wife, also would be sometimes uh, uh, sitting, uh, and she would also uh, tell you. And then she would show the album, the family album, and then he would have somebody, the cop over there in the local station, go take pictures of the house and send it to me. And then finally, it all got topped up, and I went to the place and saw the house myself. You know. So okay. uh, uh, you don't uh, situate something in reality without there being real elements in it. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. Uh, that explains uh, uh, the descriptions. I mean, it is mm-hmm. the detailing that actually enrich a story. Yes. Uh, I don't know whether this comparison is apt, but you know, it's like a pointillist painting, George Sura mm-hmm. or somebody. That you mm. do a lot of pigmentation, a lot of dots, 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 dots of various colors. And then when you mm. look at it from a little distance, it looks like a painting. Yes. And and, and mm. without these uh, details, uh, uh, it is nothing. Mm. Mm. So, yeah, that's anyway. how the descriptions came in. I, I, I like... Uh, uh, I like to physically be able to uh, draw the reader into the geography of the story, the exact geography of the story. 
Hmm. And even in this this the, the story, the weakling that about that man who, uh, you know, who in his uh, thing to protect his wife kills his neighbor, right? That that kind of gruesome story. Absolutely, so, but look at the way his condition is uh, uh, in in life. The guy bullies him. Yes. The yeah. guy threatens him. Yeah. The village abandons him. Hmm. And, and they are not rich people. I mean, you saw what kind of uh, uh, food they are eating. They are eating, uh, you know, kanji rice yeah. uh, for days on end with uh, green chili. Yes. That's all they eat. And uh, they are yeah. casual laborers. And, yeah. and, and, and this guy uh, and, and the village abandons them. He is not left to any device. Yeah. I mean, this is this is what I say. You know, when you when you when you go a little deeper, uh, a criminal no longer appears to be merely a criminal. Yes, he becomes a human being at some point. Yes, and uh, and I hope uh, you know I've been able to confuse the lines between uh, policeman and criminal uh, sufficiently in this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. In this. Yeah. <laughs> And it also gives you an insight now into how a person, if he's really pushed, however weak he might seem, could turn out to be, you know, really, he could do things that he never imagined, which, which that boy didn't imagine that he could ever be capable of doing it, right? Absolutely. And uh, that is a uh, particularly, uh, when I when I heard it first time, I found it very powerful. Yeah, and 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 I think in some of the stories also we have explored what exactly is a murder, yes. What constitutes a killing, and yeah. what constitutes, let's say, self-defense. Yes. And, yes. Uh, you know, uh, and I like the story where uh, he resorts to a dictionary to free a girl of a kidnap charge. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah, so it also gives you gives the reader an idea that if if a policeman wants to wants to you know like kind of pursue a path that isn't strictly according to the law books but is the right path ethically, it is difficult but it can be done. Though I mean I guess most policemen won't put themselves out like that, which is what sets uh, your protagonist apart, right? Absolutely. I mean, you, you can see the way, I mean, at a young age when uh, he's thrown out of the academy, the mm. kind of uh, uh, indignity he's subjected to in the academy by police officers and yeah. uh, and by the uh, Delhi High Court. Mm. Mm. And you see the arguments that he makes before the Supreme Court. And I think uh, uh, it's a very, very fine and sterling judgment where they come in support of him and give him back his job, mm, mm. and uh, and uh, um, he's a fighter, and I think uh, uh, you know uh, at, at the end of his career he didn't even get his honorary uh, parade, which all DGPs get when they retire. Why? Uh, because of uh, you know the way he was, and because of the way. Uh, uh, the way the system played out mm. and the system plays out, you know, pettiness of politicians. But I think uh, uh, each of these uh, stories uh, speak for themselves. 
mm. and uh, speak of the kind of uh, perspective that he brought into policing. Mm. And, uh, mm. and uh, I am hoping it has some kind of uh, value to anybody who reads it. Mm. I mean the, the, that uh, that uh, that uh, that postpaid story. Uh, you, you you might have found it in a book written by Premchand. Yes, and uh, it, it is as eternal as that. Mm. And in fact, uh, the resonance of the story was so strong that uh, I think I mentioned it also in in in, in the preface that Manoj mm. Das, the Odia writer, wanted to write it. Mm-hmm. And uh, unfortunately, death took him away. Otherwise, he would have written it. And I guess mm-hmm. uh, uh, in in the bargain, I got lucky. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, because these stories are very permanent. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, these are the invisible struggles that we don't see or hear about, but is happening yes. around us all the time. Hmm. It also shows you some of the politicking that happens within police departments as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the uh, yeah, I mean, uh, the petty rivalries. You know, you you'd think that like if you're dealing with such major things like crime, you know, it wouldn't boil. Uh, these sort of things wouldn't matter, but clearly they do. So it 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 uh, it it happens not only in uh, police, but. Uh, very unfortunately it also happens in the profession that i was uh, involved in in such a long time <laughs> <laughs> yes of course but that's kind of more expected i thought or maybe one yeah, of the yeah, hum- human beings are human beings no matter what uniform <laughs> <Yeah>. they wear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's true uniform so, pants is thodi you know they, <laughs> you become different <laughs> yeah, that's true <laughs> so uh, tell me like which was the most maybe you know difficult uh, piece to write in this book uh i found uh, uh, the punnakhail massacre the most difficult to write oh yeah that's a difficult that is a difficult one to read also because it's like so you know gory sometimes yeah and 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 i had to first of all introduce the geography i had to introduce mm. the people i had to introduce mm. the culture i had yeah. to uh, i had to situate the uh, ethos before i could introduce the story hmm. and 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 if you notice uh, in 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 a few of these stories i allow myself the luxury of intruding into the narrative yes and yes. in punakhayal i do that i do that hmm. when i say that i could have ended the story here hmm yeah you do this, this is what happened Hmm. I could have ended the story there, but consider this again, that happened. So it 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 that story uh, I think uh, gives a sweep of time, and the hmm. characters, and 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 how the you know how the police also works. It's a massacre that has happened. The entire hmm. India has been cordoned off. So many battalions have been called, rushed into the and deployed. and here is a police officer who wants immediate suspension of a guy who took his colleague by motorcycle to save his life yes yes in the middle of this you see the absurdity mm. of it i mean i find that truly black comedy yeah 
Uh, and it's commendable that Jaiswal, you know, stood up for him and didn't allow it to happen. I thought that was, you know. Absolutely. But, but, but this is the way, you know, we see it every day in our office situations. That, you know, mm, people yeah. uh, uh, who are, uh, I don't want to insult Mickey Mouse, but... Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, I mean the general scapegoating of certain individuals. Absolutely, I mean, and 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 the absurdity of uh, some of the instructions that you get. Uh, mm. and, and, and for us, it doesn't really matter. I mean, it's a story or a paragraph here or there, but yeah. this is real life. It matters to these people. Yes. Yeah, for us, it's a lot more academic. We are journalists. Yes. Yeah. But as a policeman, I mean, which is why when he died, also he remembered. Uh, Absolutely, that he became a inspector because of Jaiswal. Yeah, that was very touching. That that uh, that bit. Absolutely, well. and uh, so yeah, so uh, in in two or three stories, I do break the uh, uh, break into the scene like a thief. <laughs> Uh, talking about thief, I mean, I really like that uh, the thief the of Nazareth. You know, that story, the thief of Nazareth. That's a brilliant Very story. Nice. I thought, yeah, I thought it was it's really uh, good. It was superb. Brilliant title, also. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the uh, the previous uh, title uh, I was toying it was uh, toying with the pious thief, but that gives the game away. Yeah, yeah, and uh, this is more uh, apt. Absolutely, and, uh, and and the climax is also fantastic in that. It's uh, yeah. almost biblical, you know. What I mean? Yes, yes, yeah. That's what I mean. I made a note there. Very biblical. Yeah. <laughs> Title and story too. That's what I've written on the side. <laughs> so, yeah. Hmm. And and Neelam is also a great character. I mean, like an individual. So I think both of them kind of complement each other greatly. Then you brought that out. In and it also made me think that my goodness, it's really difficult to be the wife of a person, uh, who was, you know, I mean, not difficult in uh, generally to be so helpful and to to be supportive, you know. It's Absolutely, difficult. no, no. I mean, they make a good couple, and uh, I think, uh, um, uh, how do you say that? I think they were together since college. Yes, and yes. Uh, you can say yeah. that uh, she placed uh, Anoop's uh, career in front of us. Mm, yeah, and uh, and uh, she's a very intelligent woman, and uh, she's also mm. a physics masters. Mm. And uh, uh, yeah, I mean, she's also quite a character. But <clears throat> one thing that I did consciously when writing the story was, we, let's focus on. The stories. Let us not get into yes. here and there. Uh, for yeah. example, off the stories, uh, there is a mm. very very sad thing that is happening that comes out. Finally, it emerges in gratitude, uh, mm. not in gratitude in uh, Ganiyamal, where yes. it, it emerges that uh, Jaiswal's daughter dies. Yes, and even in the earlier story where you mentioned about her having you know cancer. Absolutely, and, but it doesn't intrude into the. Uh, we we don't allow that to get into uh, the narrative flow at all. I mean, it happens again off off stage. Yes. And uh, uh, because the subject matter of this is something else. I mean, again, yeah. this is that. Uh, 
what you keep out of the narrative is as important as what you keep in yeah but the reader does think about that huh? even though it's off stage you know uh, when kanyamal comes back and he comes in and says it you know she hears from from the helpers downstairs or whatever yeah. somebody she says, this is happening i'm a clean woman i'm clean now mm-hmm. and, and because when we are introduced to her the word that yeah. is going around is that she's a very unclean woman yes yes and that is also playing well, in also her mind in the beginning there's this whole meeting of uh, jaiswal's daughter and uh, kanyamal's daughter Absolutely. as well you know yeah so it makes reminds you of that at the end as well so yeah i mean it must be difficult no for him i mean even now yeah i mean he's a uh, mr jaiswal is a Uh, they are wonderful people i believe uh, again uh, they are really wonderful people and uh, and and he's very unconventional he loves what he loves most is to teach physics hmm so he goes from school to school and does these hmm. uh, really fantastic and crazy physics experiments and i don't think oh. there is any authority in uh, quantum physics uh, who can stand up to his knowledge in that area oh Wow. So he keeps himself occupied, and and I think I got lucky that I was able to price out all this and agree that uh, we should do a book, and uh, mm. and now he has agreed that uh, we will go ahead with the sequel, which is a much much darker uh, uh, material. Much that, darker. That, that's also situated in Tuticorin, or no? He leaves Tuticorin at the end of. Uh, uh, there, there is a couple of more stories after which he leaves Tuticorin. Yeah, uh, and then. Uh, Uh, this has to do with uh, chennai madras okay it has mm. to do with uh, the way the police uh, function and they are much mm. darker stories they are all human stories but again they are much darker and uh, okay uh, i am big city stories uh, no no not really big cities uh, some of them is big cities i think one of them is also situated in assam uh oh okay. where he was in intelligence bureau and mm, okay uh, so we got a whole lot of stories and uh, uh shortly i will get down to work on them okay great right so um so basically those are also true crime sort absolutely absolutely you know uh, manjula whatever i have written so far other mm. than my first book that was published by writers workshop is everything mm. is uh, uh fact 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 mm. and on, only these uh, two books that i have written are actually to deal with crime even though i have written another book on hostage taking uh, mm. uh yes anatomy yes. of an abduction that uh, mm. that dealt with how the ministry of external affairs deals it with a crisis uh, mm. uh, this happened when manmohan was prime minister in 2004 when yes. some indians got kidnapped in iraq and we had no yes. we had no leverage in iraq and how we managed yeah. to rescue those mm-hmm. uh, these are the only two crime books that i've written and i hope to write a uh, couple of more before i move on to other things okay great 
Okay, so uh, you know, I mean, I could like keep talking about this book, but then it, it would there be a lot of spoilers also for this. Exactly. <laughs> Which I've tried to stop myself from, you know, by not saying Absolutely. details. Absolutely. I, I have to behave like all three of Gandhi's monkeys in one monkey. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so great. So, you know, for the listeners, go out and get this book, Tutukoran, Adventures in Tamil Nadu's Crime Capital by V. Sudarshan. It's really, um, it, it's a... I mean, you can't call it a lovely read, though it is written in, a, you know, I mean, great descriptions and it's very visual. Uh, even when, you know, there are violent things happening, you can imagine the, the, the scenery. And so it's an enjoyable read and also a very insightful read. So, you know, it gives you a perspective on how difficult things can get. So uh, thank you so much for talking to me. Thank you, Manjula. Have a great day. Thank you. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.